For this brief homily, I'd like to focus on the two people that hung on the cross next to Jesus, the good thief and the bad thief, which they're commonly known as. And I want us all to think about the, the reality that when we come to celebrate the Eucharist, this is the sacrifice of our Lord. So we are, we are here entering into the crucifixion, the passion, death, and resurrection of our Lord. And because of that, we can be very similar to the, the ones that were crucified with Christ because we're witnessing his crucifixion. And so each and every one of us, I just want you to imagine that now you have entered into this passion with Jesus and you're hanging on the cross next to him. The good thing is you get to choose which cross you're on. Are you on the cross of the bad thief that rejects and uh, uh, insults Jesus and wants him to save his life? Or are you with the uh, good thief who is willing to accept the suffering of Christ and see who he truly is, the Son of God? So three, three phrases I want to focus on. The one is of the bad thief who says, or the good thief who says to the bad thief, have you no fear of God? So the bad thief is commanding Jesus to not only get himself miraculously off the cross, but probably self, uh, selfishly to get him off the cross as well. And I think sometimes we can do that with Jesus, with our faith, with God. We can be demanding of God. We demand that life go our way. We demand that any suffering we have be taken away. We demand many things of God. And so he's doing this from his side of the cross. And the good thief on the other side says this profound yet very confusing phrase for us. Have you no fear of God? Pope St. Gregory the Great wanted to capture the the spiritual dynamism of this phrase and of this sentence. Fear of the Lord is the seventh gift of the Holy Spirit. So we look at this as being a gift, and we have a difficulty, we have a difficult time understanding this because we always associate fear with uh, a bad thing. Fear of uh, death, fear of poison, fear of danger. Fear we associate with a bad thing, but St. Gregory the Great will talk about how There's a holy fear, which is different. He says, through the fear of the Lord, we rise to piety. Then from piety to knowledge. Then from knowledge, we derive strength. Then from strength, we gain counsel. Then from counsel, we move toward understanding. And with intelligence, toward wisdom. And thus, by the sevenfold grace of the Spirit, there opens to us the end of the ascent, the entrance of life into heaven. So the entrance of life into heaven is fear of the Lord. Fear, though, this fear that is being talked about by the man on the cross is different than the fear that we are used to. There are two types of fear. This is the fear that is what's called a filial fear. So filial means um, like family, a relationship-based fear. It's like of a fear of a child who loves their parents so much that they're afraid to do anything wrong that would hurt them. It's like a husband and wife who love each other so much that they would be afraid to do anything that would hurt each other. This is not a fear based on punishment or based on threat. It's not a fear of a slave for a master. This is a holy fear. 
This is a fear of awe. This is a fear of love. And so as we hang upon the cross next to Jesus, which type of fear do we express? We hear in uh, Psalm 110 that the beginning of wisdom is fear of the Lord. And so this means that there ought to be a holy fear in us. A fear of the Lord means that God is beyond anything that we could understand and imagine. His love is beyond anything that we could imagine. That's the fear the good thief is talking about. The bad thief thinks he knows Jesus. He thinks he knows, hey, because you're a miracle worker, because I've seen you do all these things, because you say that you're the king, get down from the cross and bring me down with you. It's a completely different fear. He's feared for only himself, not for the Lord. So as we come before the celebration of the Eucharist, every time we come to Mass, we can ask ourselves, which fear am I operating under? Am I operating under fear for my own sake? Or is there a fear of the Lord, a reverence for never wanting to hurt him? When we come up to receive the Eucharist, do we have this holy fear of receiving the Lord and grace and receiving him in piety. The second is remember me. So the good thief is asking Jesus, all he's asking of him is remember me. So he knows that he's not asking him to do anything other than the Father's will, but just that he can be a part of that. So in his remember me, he's asking Jesus to be with him always. And so when we come before the Mass, we can also have that same mindset. Remember me, Lord. Don't forget about me. And that is contrary to the bad thief, the bad thief who doesn't care about a relationship with Jesus. He wants to get down from that cross. We care about our relationship with Jesus. And so we, we want him always to remember us. In the Eucharistic prayer, he will say through my words, through the words of the priest, do this in remembrance of me. Because when we remember someone, when we call them to mind, there is a unity of being with them. And so the good thief just wanted to be remembered by Jesus. He didn't want to try to get off the cross. He didn't want to try to be excused for all of his sins. He just wanted to be remembered by Jesus. And then Jesus says this is the third phrase that I want to talk about. Today you will be with me in paradise. So if we approach Jesus with this holy reverence, with this awe, with this fear of the Lord, if we ask Jesus for nothing else but that he remember us, he will respond, today you will be with me in paradise. The good thief saw Jesus, and he may not even known that much about him, but he saw his goodness, and he wanted just to be with him, to relate with him. The bad thief thought he knew everything about Jesus, but didn't care about Jesus. He just wanted to get off of his cross. And so we come here and we ask the Lord to remember us. And we hear the Lord's promise, today you will be with me in paradise. This Greek word that is used for today not only means like today at this moment, but it means always. So always we will be with him in paradise. So today, when we come forward to receive the Eucharist, we enter into heaven. But as we go forth from here, that today will be always, that he remains with us always.
And so as we enter now into this holiest of weeks, I just encourage you, make it a holy week. Really make this a retreat for yourself. Do everything that you can to get rid of distractions. Cancel everything you can cancel. Make as much time as you can for prayer and reflection and for just being uh, silent with the Lord. If you have gotten rid of your Lenten resolutions of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, make it intensified during this week. So make it a really intense week of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. So that during this holy week, as we prepare ourselves for Easter, we too can have these three things that we say about God. That we have a holy fear of our Lord Jesus. This filial of fear of not wanting to hurt him or abandon him. We ask that he may remember us always. And finally, we will hear his voice today and always. You will be with me in paradise.